You ready, Maestro? All right. In three, two. You know, folks, a very old adage says, if it's the middle of the week and the glow of the United States gold medal and curling still hasn't faded, well, then it's time for some mediocre sports talk aimed at the medium fan. This is Sports Wednesday. Nice work, Maestro. That, that Rick Springfield vibe is really, really working for you. Yeah. Yeah, Coach, <laughs> co- Coach, no thoughts on the jingle? See, I say something about the jingle, then you say something about the jingle. That's yeah, I, I enjoyed the jingle. Yes, I'm sorry. I should have jumped right in. That was fantastic, Maestro. I will I will say he, he's been singing Sports Wednesday awfully high for a long time. It's It's been a far cry since we had that Born in the USA one we did once. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'll try that too. All right. It's late. No, you do you do what you got to do. Yeah, that's right. All right, everybody. <laughs> welcome to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan. I'm the big man on campus, Pete Brown. Joining me as always from underneath is David Black Comforter, <laughs> which I swear is a thing. It's the coach, basketball legend, Matt Longley. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm nice great. and toasty with my Black Comforter. <laughs> A David Black comforter would just be frightening. It's better than Mark Spitz uh, sheets. It's just a head. It is. All right. And that was joining us from the frozen tundra of Hague House, the maestro. How are you, maestro? I'm, uh, I'm doing pretty good. That's, that's good. I'm glad you're doing pretty good. That's good. That's the, that's the eighth straight episode. You've been doing pretty good. So you've got a good little streak going. Folks, before we get into it, I want to tell you all you can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's Sport Wednesday, not Sports Wednesday. We got 55 followers, guys. We uh, went over 50. Do we got a little celebration music for that? Come on. You've got to be ready with these big moments. (laughs) That's not the right word. All right. No singing. Okay. All right. All right. And we're also we're also on Instagram where we have seven followers. Uh, we're at Sports Wednesday on Instagram. Maestro's managing that account for us. Uh, got some field goal kicking stuff up there. Maestro, you know you should be posting two to three times a day. How's that going? Not well. Not well at all. <laughs> I'm working on it though. There's 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 room for improvement. Okay. There's always well, room sure for we'll improvement. I'm too busy, uh, you know, posting stuff on my other accounts. I got you. Yeah, your got other you. podcast. My other podcast. He's a social butterfly. <laughs> Sports Thursday. <laughs> you better not be on Sports Thursday. If you are, I hate those guys. I hate those guys. I'm also glad to say uh, Sports Wednesday is now available in the Stitcher app. So if you're listening to us on Stitcher, welcome. Uh, we hope you like the show. So. Let's get into it, folks. Act one, little transition music. Oh, damn. God. I, I don't remember there being this much music. Doesn't he look at the well, notes? <laughs> I, I, 
That was nice. That was nice. So, uh, folks, we're talking hockey today, and that's a it's a first for Sports Wednesday. But the NHL had their trade deadline coming up, and the maestro said he wanted to lead us through a detailed analysis of winners and losers. Now you you told me I should lead this. <laughs> How are we doing? <laughs> and we're following. We're following. All right. So Maestro, he's from Pittsburgh. They've got they've got a, a Stanley Cup winning team. So and he he owns three hockey sweaters, if I'm not mistaken. Which is triple the amount of what I have. <laughs> yeah, that makes him eminently qualified. Where are we with the NHL, Maestro? So uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, I think, is is what uh, everybody's saying. They they were hot. They uh, they're the best team, and they went out and got even a few more better players. So, as far as going in heading into the uh, later of the season, they are uh, definitely leading the pack. They've got the most points, and now they've got a solid uh, defensive line that they pulled from the Rangers. So, yeah, the Rangers basically cleared house. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, Winnipeg Jets, they've made some good trades. Nashville, even the Blue Jackets, they, they picked up a couple players too. So, I mean, everybody's trying to position themselves, but I think I think Tampa Bay is going to be the team to beat. I think uh, Vegas is really strong. Um, the Bruins, they picked up Rick Nash, the old uh, the old. Blue Jackets do that yeah. went to the Rangers. So they're looking pretty strong. Um, and then in the Metropolitan Division, which is the Blue Jackets division, I think it's pretty open there. Could be the Flyers, could be the Penguins, could be the Capitals. Yeah, they're all within uh, a they're few all. points of each other. The Flyers are currently in first place. Uh, Rick Nash was number one overall draft choice for Columbus, I think, in 2008. Does that sound about uh. right? What do you think earlier I than that? Feel earlier. Like, yeah, like 2000. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, he was like, I thought he was like the original guy. No. Yeah, he was. Well, he wasn't no? the, their very first draft pick. I remember listening to this when they had it. It was actually a goalie that never played for their team. But um, yeah, it wasn't Nash. I don't know what year it was. That's a great question. That is great uh, it was 2002, actually. Okay, yes. So when I said 2008, I was right on. You met 2002. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, But he is on Boston now, and actually I think that's pretty good for him. Uh, Boston, Boston's still in the mix. They're, they're, oh, yeah. they're very much in the mix. The Atlantic division is really strong. I think the like the three or three of the top four teams are in that division, so – They'll be duking it out for oh, sure. Oh, and they're way ahead in points. Like, that's Tampa Bay, Boston, and Toronto. So they're 89, 84, 84. The fourth place position is 62 points. Wow. Yeah. That is a just yep. Go Panthers. Yes. And it's it, it's, a li- it's a lot closer in the Metropolitan. All right, so I'm going to ask this question since we can, and it's hockey. So me being a very medium hockey fan, we're going to take the Blue Jackets out of it. If you have to sit and watch a hockey game, a playoff game, because I'm not going to watch it unless it's playoff, what teams do you want to watch? I'll start with uh, Big Man on Campus. What are you watching if you have to watch a hockey game? You want to ho- watch a hockey game? I, I always like watching the Red Wings because there's a chance someone's going to throw a, an octopus <laughs> yeah. on the ice. <laughs> Uh, and I, I love like those original eight, those throwback teams when they're doing well. And as I look at the playoff picture this year, you know, Boston, Toronto, yes. the, 
the flyers, the caps, the mm-hmm. you, you know, just said it. Yes. Over in the West, it's like over in the West, it's like Predators and the Golden Knights. I'm like, who, who are, are those who are guys? guys? Yeah, I'm I'm way with you. If you put the original teams, yeah, yeah. I will sit down and watch. I don't know half the players. I'll recognize one or two. But um, and I like when Canada's in it. I like when Canada's in the Stanley Cup. It makes it more exciting. I know that sounds crazy, but it just makes it feel more like hockey. Well, uh, in addition to uh, Maestro owning three hockey sweaters, I actually own a Cleveland Barons knit cap with a white ball Ooh. on top. Nice. Nice. That's nice. 75, 76 Cleveland Barons before they folded and half the players went to Minnesota. Yeah, I think there's I think there's only two Canadian teams that even have a shot right now. Um, Toronto and, and Winnipeg. Yeah. The, re- the rest are all Yankee teams. It, it seems like, I mean, I, I think it's neat that everybody, you know, went out and got good players and they're, they're all doubling down and going for it. On the low end, on the wild card race, uh, Blue Jackets right now have the, the last wild card spot, spot in the, the East, but that's going to be close, right? Because yeah. Islanders, Hurricanes, Devils, they're all in there. And same in the West with the, the Stars and the Kings both uh, right now have the last two, but the Flames and the Blues are right and, there And well. I'll tell you, as a, if, if, if you are the Blue Jackets – I know this sounds crazy, but you know they did so well last year, well enough that their their gift of doing so well last year was to play the the Penguins. But this year, they're guaranteed yeah. they won't play them. Now I think they have a chance. <laughs> That's right, and and they won one game against the Penguins. Is that right? Yeah, one game. Yeah, I think I watched three of those games, which was a lot of hockey for me. That's a lot of hockey through. for you. Have you guys been to any Blue Jackets games this Not year? Not this year. Usually, it's one a year. I haven't been for a few years. I get asked usually once once a year. I get asked by somebody, and I say yes. Yeah, you're the free ticket guy, right? I'm free <laughs> ticket guy. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> all right. Well, that'll be interesting to see. And Maestro, keep us updated on hockey as we uh, move towards the playoffs. All right. We'll do. Okay. So we're gonna move o- over to the NBA. Uh, we're not gonna start out talking about the Cavaliers. I know that's what we normally do, but. We're trying to be not so Cleveland centric. We want to talk about the issue of tanking, which really came to the fore. I think it was last week. Mark Cuban was on Dr. J's podcast. I guess he chose to do Dr. J's instead of ours. Which is rude. Right, where he sort of admitted that that the Dallas Mavericks would do better to lose these games and get a better draft choice. A lot of teams in that position this year. Oh, it's it's tons of them. So so here's here's our question on tanking. Right, right now, who are the teams that are doing it? We know the Mavericks are doing it. Uh, I gotta say, Atlanta. Atlanta emptied them yeah. their self. Phoenix has been doing it for three years. Orlando, Sacramento. Did they say the Bulls are doing it too? Well, the Bulls cleaned house last year. They're actually they're, they're twenty they're, and forty one. They're really not. I mean, they're 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 not good, but um. I thought they were sitting some of their best guys, like just saying, you know what? I would, Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, so typically tanking comes in under the under the auspices of player development. You know, Correct. Say, we're going to bring our younger. Yeah. Uh, Brooklyn, you know, at 20 and 42, they should be tanking, but the Cavs own their pick. So they have no real reason to do it. I think this really has an interesting history. I always bring this up. Uh, when Ralph Sampson was coming out of the University mm. of Virginia, he was, you know, seven foot four. A lot of teams were trying to get him. 
And I just remember the Sports Illustrated story with a Pacers fan, and he was holding up a sign that said, Realistic Approach to Landing a Pacers Hero, Project Ralph. <laughs> uh, but I guess he went he went to Houston. Yes. And he had three oh, somewhat okay years, but it was a bit of a disappointment in the NBA. Um, and then 2013, the 76ers, their GM, Sam Hinkie, more or less put together a plan built around tanking. <laughs> Oh, which he God, called the yes. process, right? Yes. That's the process. And, and and to be fair, because before that, the Sixers were always getting in the playoffs at like that seven or eight spot and getting killed Correct. and not getting a good pick. Yeah. Uh, he ended up getting fired, but Philadelphia in the, in the playoff hunt again this year, although they're still in that seven spot. So trusting the process is sort of code in Philadelphia for, you know, and again, I saw a picture of a fan <laughs> holding up a sign that said, Right now we're stinky, but I trust Hinky. <laughs> aren't they putting aren't they putting into place some sort of lottery system in the future uh, so that the team can't, can't do this? Well, it, it's there, right? I mean, they choose they choose these ping pong balls, and you get a number of ping pong balls based on how sucky you were. Right, but I mean. I thought there was something coming in the next year or two that was going. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know what it is. Like the the system as it is. How do you? What are they going to do to make it different? I mean, it's still going to benefit you if you lose a lot. If you're the bottom of the line, you, you're still going to be in a better chance of getting the lottery, the winner. I don't know. I I hate the system. What What if there was some way that they could say, okay, you get ping pong balls based on how sucky you were, but you get additional balls based on your record in your last 20 uh, that's games. That's funny that you said that because I was thinking the same thing. Like once you hit, because one of the things I was thinking of fixing it would be you you earn the first spot, like the, the there is no lottery, but you get the first pick if you are the last team eliminated from the playoffs. So you're basically trying to hold on as long as possible. And when you're the last team eliminated, you get the first spot. So it pushes you to try to, to do better. That would work. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. There, I mean, there's just no incentive. And, no. and that's what Mark Cuban said. It actually cost him $600,000. He was fined by the NBA. And so they, they need to figure out a way to incent these teams that are way out of it uh, to play hard. Yeah, I mean, the other thing you could do is once uh, once the season's over, you take the bottom eight teams or whatever it is, and they play a tournament, and the the, pers- the team that wins the tournament gets the first pick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so they play That's their playoffs. Cool. What do you call that? The Sweet Sixteen yes. tournament. The, the best, best of the worst. Best of the stinkies. It's, the, a, it's a dubious distinct, yes. dubious honor to get yes, in. Yes, but once you're in, you're in it to win it. <laughs> yeah. I actually really like that idea, and I, I think that might even be more entertaining than watching the the playoffs, the best teams. Yeah, so it's kind of like the NIT of the Correct. NBA. Gotcha. Kind of, but for a lot of folks, it, if it got national attention, you know, that might be teams that people don't see that much. That's true. Yeah, fun idea. I, I got to believe that the players' union is not going to no, go for that, that, but you know, until they listen to this Sports Wednesday podcast, and, we'll and, and the only other thing you could do. <laughs> And I thought this too would be just like Premier Soccer or the Premier League in Europe. If you're the bottom two teams, you're out of the league. You're now in the G League. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that, yeah. Cuban. So what, uh, Coach, let me ask you this. 
what happened to Atlanta? Because it seems like just a year or two ago, they were playing decent oh, basketball. Oh, they were playing great basketball. They were one of the young and up-and-coming teams. Um, but do you remember who they signed? They signed, put huge money into Dwight Howard. Huge money into Dwight Howard. And they oh, thought yeah. that was going to change their team. And they had to eat a lot of money. And that changed the team. They they It, it really put a roadblock. And now they're, now they're rebuilding again. They got rid yeah, of Corver. Which changed which was the worst thing they could have done. So, uh, so last thing about the NBA, I just wanted to, to point out, I noticed this today. Uh, Golden State Warriors are no longer the number one seed in no. the West. The Houston Rockets, yeah, at 47 and 13, currently are the number one seed. Wow. They have won 13 in a row. They the are hot. Yeah, the, the beard is, is so, hot. He's the real deal. Yeah. MVP. They might be peaking too early. Yeah, I was just going to say that, Maestro. Is it is is March too early or February March too early oh. to peak? You know, because really you want to get hot in oh, May. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. They're going to lose to the Golden State Warriors, but they should enjoy this right now. <laughs> the coach oh, has again. spoken. Well, coach. Speak. Coach is hot right yeah, now. Speaking of good news, the United States women you won the gold say. medal against you Canada. I believe you two had a side bet on that. Yes. Coach, Coach was just about to owe a small brewery to Maestro, but he doubled or nothing this, and now you guys are even students. Oh, man. God bless the USA and a shootout. It was awesome. Did Did you either of you guys watch the game? I saw highlights. I did not. <laughs> so... So I watched the game. I uh, I had I had a it scream because I didn't I didn't I didn't have it. Yeah, it, it started at eleven ten. It wasn't on regular NBC. It was on NBCSN. Uh, and you know, streaming sometimes sports events just everybody looks a little yes. robotty. So I watched you know all the way to about halfway through the third period, and then I fell asleep. And then I woke up right at the start of the shootout, and I'm like, awesome! I can't wait to watch this. And I fell asleep again. <laughs> And then I woke up and they were celebrating. So despite my best attempts at watching the whole game, I probably saw as much of it as you guys did. It's hard to stay up that late. They got to keep the Olympics in the Western hemisphere. I, I will say coach, I did see a picture online of a bunch of people slugging beers, watching curling. The, uh, the, and, uh, curling. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm not wrong. <laughs> so exciting that the u.s won I, I just like it when we win a gold medal and something we never won a gold medal in and that was uh, that, i didn't i didn't actually watch the curling but you know i saw it once in my life and i pretty much yeah did. it's a lot a lot of the same but it's the nuances they uh yeah they threw what do they call the heavy stone, stone? Yeah. they they yeah, they, so they pushed the stone down, and they did a better job team. of that than the and other they, I, was, I, was, yeah. I was reading. It's not mediocre sports. It's not mediocre sports. Oh talk my god, nothing, no. folks. Oh man, it was. We are like the we are like the American curlers of sports. Yes, of uh, podcasts. Okay. Any other thoughts on the Winter Olympics? No. Now that it's over. Uh, it was good. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. It, I'm done. It, it seemed like it, the guy it, that, that's, that stayed at the party a little too long. I got to tell you that. <laughs> they are. They're always about yes. two days too long, I think. Like you put on TV and you're like, oh, they're How still are they on. doing that? You know? So. Oh.
All right. Sports Wednesday is brought to you by Har- uh, the Hardwood Hardwood Hoops Board Game Hoopsters. That is bound to sweep the nation with good times for the entire family. However, if you're saying to yourself, how do I get a hold of one of them hoopsters? Well, you can't. Yet. That's right. The coach and I invented this game in 2003. For a while, it was known as Hoopy Maloops, but then we thought that would make a better <laughs> breakfast cereal than a board game. Yes. So we've been every week uh, giving an update as we try and bring this thing to market. Uh, I didn't think we were going to have much of an update, but what happened on February 22nd, Coach? February 22nd, we finally got notion that the man that took the picture at that board game forum wasn't stealing our idea. He really was for the paper, and we made the paper. Yep. So we were in the dispatch. Uh, I'll tell you what, in terms of coverage, like it, it was like the worst picture that they oh could, my gosh! Like yes. I really wanted like run run a wide shot of two yes. guys playing and us writing stuff down, but instead they did an overhead shot of the board, which guys that, that people could could figure it out right. And then <laughs> the only person they reference is that guy Mike Arps who was playing the game. But so now any board game companies who read the the dispatch are like, I better call Mike Arps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mike's in a great place right now. He loved our game. He's going to win and steal our idea. That's right. So, well, our PR strategy still needs to be ironed out, apparently. But look forward look forward to playing hoopsters with with uh, your whole family. Absolutely, tournaments. See, it'd be so great. It's NCAA. It's the March Madness coming around. You could play hoopsters. It'd be fantastic. Coach, I'm gonna say we're gonna get we're gonna get some sets to market by Thanksgiving. That's my my prediction. Did you throw the gauntlet down. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, All right, man. If we had some music to move on to act two that'd be great someone wake up at maestro that's a nice little hopeful riff there from the maestro hopeful well let's uh let's visit spring training which started in earnest in this past week uh the big news uh, that happened today the indians signed mike napoli to a minor league contract yes i did read about that now, Mike Napoli was a, a critical part of the 2016 World Series team. Uh, during the season, he did great. There was the whole party at Napoli's meme in those shirts, and everybody loved it. And then in the World Series, he's like, I'm not going to swing my bat once. And no, I'm, I'm angry. I, I, yes. Yeah, oh. he's, he's the goat for me in that World Series because it seemed every time that we came close, he came up and he did not swing the bat. I don't know if he was just stunned by the Cubs pitchers. I I I I pretty sure I know what happened. There was a certain at bat that he had that he was incredulous that they called the outside corner and from that point every pitcher on the Cubs pretty much said throw it to the outside corner and he just would get hoping that the ump was going to say that's not a strike now and every time it was <laughs> Mike swing the damn yeah. bat. So then where has he been at Texas? Is that where he played? He was at year? Texas, yeah. He had an up and down year last year. So, well, it'll be exciting to see if he makes it back. He, I can, uh, he's not going to. Okay. So, so now last <laughs> time, uh, each of us, so do you, uh, he'll be here in Columbus at some point, don't you think? I think so. But essentially, what he's doing, I read the, the article, Tito's really throwing him a bone. Nobody else signed him. So, Tito's giving him a chance to play in spring training, giving him a chance to show off to other teams, and, you know, a chance to play some baseball so he can make another team. Well, I never bought a party at Napoli's T-shirt, uh, in part because that misplaced apostrophe really bothers me. Although <laughs> bothers I know that's you. part of its appeal. 
But if he uh, if, if he does teacher. come and play for AAA Columbus, I, I'd be happy. Oh, to we're going. And see him. Yes, yeah. and he's there's no relation to nope. Fasoli's, right? That restaurant. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they both end in eyes. Eyes, so, so they that right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's do an update on the prospects we we've each adopted. Um, Mine was Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who hasn't done anything yet. Thank you, Coach, for yes, he's had no texting stats. me today. Yeah, yes. I didn't have to. Hey, uh, Maestro, who who is your who is your prospect? Mitch Keller. He's uh, with the Pirates, and he's actually still considered their number one prospect. But I was reading about him today, and it doesn't look like they expect him to play this year. Like they're they're thinking they're thinking ETA two thousand nineteen. Yeah, and I'm not sure he even got invited to spring training because I went on the stats and well, I mean they've only played two games, so he might play later in the in the spring training. Yeah, my uh, my guy does have stats. He uh, he pitched. He's has one win, no losses. Pitched one in uh, one and two thirds innings. Um, his ERA is a little bit to be desired. It's Ouch. ten point eight. There's room for can always come down. Yes, so. Room for improvement. And he is fighting for a spot, so we'll see what happens with him. Eric, Eric Lauer. He's, he's a wily yeah, right-hander. In, in the Padres organization, is that right? I thought you might like Correct. lefties. Yeah, Love. Padres. I do, but I, I went with this guy. He was Ohio-born. He's from Kent State. He's He's really kind of the... Like I said, he's the guy that I would be. Don't throw too hard. You got to try to throw junk. See what happens. Right now he's got a 10-8 ERA. <laughs> well, that's okay. It's only one outing. We'll see. So That's right. Yeah, that doesn't good. bode well for the coach. No. All right. One thing I love about the minor leagues is that they are very creative with their team names, right? It's not like these major league brands that get locked in and can never change. So uh, I I sent you guys a link to a website where you could buy a ton of minor league merchandise. I asked you to each pick, pick your favorite mascot logo combination from the minor leagues and and tell us about it. Uh, Maestro, you want to go first? Sure. I actually have two. And I I was just astonished at how many teams there were. Like I, I can still be looking at that two hours later. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, one, the one I leaned towards, I think, was my favorite, was Lehigh Valley, uh, the Iron Pigs. Okay. Um, and I noticed, too, that uh, a lot of these teams have, like, what they call new era, in quotes, um, logos, which I, I'm assuming means, like, they probably always had this old-style logo, but now they're, like, rebranding. Um, and the Iron yeah. Pig, the new Iron Pig logo was, like, it was like a piece of dancing bacon. <laughs> oh yeah i'm and looking had, at it now it had it a is face awesome. on, like a cool face on it and i thought that was pretty cool and the other one i liked was the rich uh, richmond uh flying squirrels you know i mean who doesn't you're big love you're a big squirrel fan yeah who doesn't love a flying squirrel everybody does you know it's a little in fact that uh they don't actually fly so much <laughs> as glide they don't actually flap <laughs> their wings and if you look at the logo he's got, he looks like one of those uh skydiver you know with the with the wings on does he have goggles yeah. on because i didn't get to that yet does he have goggles on i don't think he had, i don't think he had goggles no. on. i'm looking at it now it is a good logo i actually even like their their just the r hat they have where the leg of the r uh-huh. is like a feather so pretty cool good good choices yeah, good Maestro. choices all right coach what do you got 
I have one. I did like another one. Um, I, I the first one that I liked, and it, the logo was okay, but I found their name funny and strange because it's the Chattanooga Lookouts, which to me is basically saying we are uh, we're one of the criminals that looks out so the other guys don't get caught. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was that was interesting, but that's so minor league. And then the one that I loved, the name more so than the logo, but I do like it. It's the Hartford Yard Goats. Which <laughs> I just I love the term yard for home run. So I mean, these are basically goats that go yard, nice. and they seem gritty. It's okay. It's, so it's, Ch- Chattanooga, that's Chattanooga, Tennessee. They're they're a Reds minor league team, I think, because I've seen yes. this logo, which is a C with like two, two eyes, like Elmo cartoon eyes. It, it's a great logo. Yeah, it is a good logo. Okay, and and the other one was the Yard Dogs from Hartford. Yard goats. Yard goats. There goats. They are. Yard goats. Oh, so now their logo looks a little bit reminiscent of the Hartford Whalers logo. Right. It's got the little different colors. Yes. I yeah, think. stylized H like that. So. Very simple, which I would and wear. The top of the H, they're goat horns. So, yeah, I like that too. Very nice, simple. Nice fix. Very good. Well, it's probably no surprise who I went with. <laughs> I went with the El Paso, the El Paso Chihuahuas. <laughs> Chihuahuas. Uh, I was a little disappointed in their their hats when I was looking. I'm like, oh, I'll order one because I have two Chiwinis here at uh, Sports Wednesday headquarters. But they do have like an an, an alt logo, which is like this growling mm-hmm. Chihuahua with a spike collar on. So let me look. I'm looking. Old El Paso. Oh, what's the, the Diablos? Ah, okay. That I'd get the one with the the Chihuahua, the El Paso one with the Chihuahua. You could do that one. Yeah, I think they used to be called the the Diablos. Yeah. Uh, although right. if I was gonna if I was gonna rename them, I would name them the Great Big Hassles. <laughs> the Great Big don't get more than two. <laughs> you guys get that? Because they went to Old El Paso. That's where they ran into a Great Big uh-huh. Hassle. Oh. <laughs> yes, that's, he shot that's a fantastic. man while robbing his castle. Yes, yeah, that's very good. You guys uh, that following you're, you're me? All, yeah, I'm following over you. these tonight, Pete. I don't see teams called the Dream on here, though. There was a name that reminded me of it. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about, Pete. Because when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, yeah, sweet." I can't find it now. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold up the show, uh, folks. Uh, the coach and I rambled on about hoopsters for at least two and a half minutes, and yet we neglected to tell you that you can go to hoopsters.store and drop in your email address. Absolutely, yes. And we will keep you in the loop on the development of hoopsters, and you will be on the list to get one of the very first sets. Right now, our bill of materials. It looks like hoopsters. Hoopsters is going to have a MSRP of two hundred and thirty-seven dollars. <laughs> But we're we'll working on getting that cost. Down. We're getting it down. I'm, yeah. I'm already. I'm researching daily. Nice. Well, uh, good work on those logos. That was a fun segment. Let's move on to Act Three. Got a little music. Are you playing a different guitar than you usually do? Nope. Nope. Same one. Just a little melancholy in that, but I liked it. Nice work. 
Uh, any corrections? Now, I normally, before I, I we record Sports Wednesday, I'll listen to last week's show, and I just didn't get a chance to, to do that yesterday or today. So I'm sure I have corrections, but I'm going to have to hold off till next time. But do either of you have any corrections you want to clean up? I I don't have a correction, but I feel like I didn't give enough information when I was talking about pond hockey, and I said there might be a documentary. Well, there is a documentary. It's literally called Pond the Pond Hockey Movie, and it's got people in it like uh, Gretzky and Sid the Kid. It was made in two thousand eight, um, and I'm going to try to find a way to watch it. I think it's it's not on Netflix or any of the streaming services for free, so um, it looks fascinating, and it talks about the tournament in Minnesota and everything and. Um, so that's Pond Hockey Movie. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Check that out at pondhockeymovie.com. And then uh, I think you know, we'll do a future segment. We'll do best sports documentaries. Yeah, that's awesome. Ooh, yeah. So how about you, Maestro? Anything that you feel like you need to I'm sure up? that everything I've said is spot on and error free. Well, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I could, but I won't. So... <laughs> so I'm going to do this a little differently just because there's a, there's a lot to talk about in terms of the ongoing locks of the week. So we're going to do trivia first tonight, We're going to, and we're doing NCAA hoops trivia because that's going to kick, kick into the next segment. So uh, who, who wants to kick off with an NCAA hoops trivia question? Well, do you, first of all, Maestro, do, do you have trivia this time, or I do. do we have to sit there and hear you say that you don't have well, Here's one. the thing. Pete went to that two-column layout to get it all in one sheet, which I appreciate. Thank you. God, he's, yes. Thanks. He it's way better. He panders to you. I'm just going to tell you, he panders to you. Don't get don't get me started, Coach. It is way better. I do like it, though. I like the two columns. Don't get me started, Coach. The bromance between you two. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, so what do you got? Am I going first? Oh, you don't have to. I, yeah, you're going first. I'll go first. You guys probably know this one, but it was news to me. Uh, what year did the NCAA attorney expand to 64 teams? Oh. Um, it was – I know UCLA won it in the for a while when it was only 48. I'm going to say it happened in se- <laughs> 71. I'm going to say 1979. It was 1985. Wow. We were way off. And uh, and who won that year? Villanova, right? Villanova won, yep. They beat Georgetown. Yeah, that, that was, was a great game. That was a yep. great game. So, And then that was Patrick Ewing's last college game. Is that correct? I believe so, yes. That sounds right. I think so, because then the Knicks won the lottery, and there was, there's this whole conspiracy theory. I'll, I'll find some links to it. It's really funny, but the, that – the NBA commissioner had the Knicks ping pong balls deep frozen so that he could feel them oh. so he could make sure the Knicks. <laughs> it's it's really fantastic. Oh, I got You got to uh, send that. That's right. I will. Future correction. Okay. Uh, all right, coach. Let's hear your trivia. Okay. Mine's, mine's, Good one. mine's, very, nice mine's very simple. Uh, it harkens back to another age. Um, and I'm just going to ask you guys, whoever can name the most, name the members of the Fab Five. Chris, uh, Paul McCartney. Oh my God! You gotta be George Harrison. <laughs> Can you get uh, one? Uh, so, jo- Jawan Howard. Yes, is Jawan right? Howard. That's one. Bing. 
Jalen Rose and then Chris Weber. There's three. Can you name the other two? I can't. Uh, um, Fred Hoiberg. And yes, Fred Hoiberg and uh, Kyle Korver. <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. Bo Schembechler. Schembechler. Who? So who were the other it is, two? It was Jimmy, Don't Forget Me King, and Ray, What About Me Jackson? I gotcha. So yeah. I, I, I actually remember the three that had decent NBA careers. Correct, yes. That's right. And that was that was we were in college when the Fab Five was. Yeah, ninety one, ninety two they finished. And um who'd they play in the finals? Uh they played um Duke. And and Duke won, right? Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And in North Carolina. Oh, okay. Yes, remember the Chris Weber timeout that he didn't have any I left? Do. That's yes. right. Because he's so young. They were all freshmen. Correct. Yes. Okay. Very good. Yeah. All right. Decent. All right. So mine, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring us back to the Mac. I know that our listeners love listening to us talk about <laughs> basketball. Who is the Mac's all-time scoring leader? Oh. That's right. All-time leading. Oh. He had to have played four years. I don't know how far we're going to go back for that. I would say, is it? It's not size, Wally Zizerback. Zerbiak? Zerbiak. Is that your guess? My guess is, is Zerbiak. Final answer. Okay. How about you, Maestro? <laughs> uh, Jamerson? Dave Jamerson's a good guess. Uh, both of you are wrong. It's Bonzi Wells. Oh, from Ball State. Yeah, he went to Ball State, and then he uh, played for he the Trailblazers. A, yeah, decent uh, Rockets, Trailblazers. Yeah. He averaged twelve point one points a game in the NBA. That's not too shabby. No, he played enough. He played quite. A, he played, had to play at least ten years, right? Yeah, he 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 did. And then what was interesting? I think two thousand nine was the last year he played. The the T Wolves signed him, and he didn't make the team. And then he went and played in China. And all it said on Wikipedia was his in his first game in China, he had forty eight points. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then uh, he got fired from the team in China because he was supposed to come back after Chinese New Year and he was a couple of days late. And okay, that, that would make sense. He also and got- he probably decided to call it a day at that point. Yeah. Good old Bonzi Wells. All right. Well done, Ball State. Yeah. Yeah. And he uh, he went to high school in Muncie and then, then to Ball State. So I like to believe he lives in, in the biggest house in Muncie, Indiana. He right has now. to. Yeah. He has to. Okay, so that's trivia. So we're going to go into locks of the week. I'm going to go through last week's locks here. Man, we sucked. Well, Maestro and I had a, had a rough week. So uh, last week's locks were supposed to be Pac-10 games. I'm sorry, Pac-12 games. I picked Arizona over Oregon, and Arizona lost. The Maestro picked Arizona State over Oregon State, and Arizona State lost. Uh, the coach took the bold move yes. of picking Washington <laughs> over Cal. <laughs> He only he really only had the only lock, and he That's went right. first. So. That's why it's called a lock. That's right. He, it's like yeah. having the first draft choice. He was on such I'm a learning run. That. So, so coach picks up a point there, and then in our upset specials, and that we just started those last week, and that's where you pick one, and if you get it, you get the point, but if you miss it, you're not penalized. Uh, mine came in. I picked Creighton over. Well done with that, Villanova. I, I, I should thank the maestro because he's been talking up Creighton. All, all year, and I finally listened to them. True. Uh, both of your upset specials weren't even close. Uh, no. Middle Tennessee schooled Maryland. UAB seventy nine fifty four, and then coach picking Maryland over Michigan. 
that wasn't about to happen. So, and (laughs) before we go into this week's picks, we had some of our long-term picks. So we make these and sometimes it takes a couple (laughs) weeks to come through. Maestro. So first we're our Olympic, uh, an American who had a lock on a gold medal. Maestro got a point for women's slalom. He picked um, Michaela Schifrin. Uh, I got a point in women's snowboard. I picked Chloe Kim. And coach your uh, men's figure skating, Nathan Chen, uh, did not. Should I should have picked curling. Probably should have picked curling. You've been talking it up. I, I will say there there was there was some Twitter chatter of uh, from Chen saying, "Who cursed?" Me? <laughs> <laughs> you know. did, did that husband coach pick me? That son of a bitch. And that was back in in your in your deep oh, rooms, the of, dark uh, ages selection. Yep. So, and then uh, we also had one on the Big Ten regular season champ. Coach picks up a point because he picked Michigan State. Yes. Uh, Meister and I both had gone for Purdue, who was, uh, in our defense, very good at, on the day that we picked them. But they have fallen, fallen apart a little bit here uh, down the stretch. So the Big Ten tournament starts tomorrow. Tomorrow, Yeah, and it's the first one. I don't know why they're so much earlier than everyone else. Well, they, they, it's, it's a gamble they're doing. I, it's something completely different. It's, it's so they can use – they have to use it when New York is on a road trip because it's oh, all, yeah, it's all in the Madison Square Garden. That's right. That's right. Good call there. Yeah. So uh, Maestro goes first because he he had the worst record last week, and then I go, and, and you're picking a lock from the first round games. I'm going to take Penn State over Northwestern. It's a good call. I knew you were going to go for that. I did too. Um, so I am going to – I actually did not no research on this, I'm guessing entirely. I'm going to pick Wisconsin over Maryland. Damn you. <laughs> I did. That was my choice. All right. So you're taking Wisconsin over Maryland. I am going to uh, – God, those four teams are bad basketball teams. I'm going to pick um, – I'm going to take Rutgers. They're playing at home. I'm going with Rutgers at home. That's a good choice. Of the remaining yeah. three, that would have been my second choice. Rutgers over Minnesota. Would you have taken Iowa? The Iowa, Illinois, and the Wisconsin, Maryland, they're pretty even. So it's it's a toss up. Yeah. But I think Rutgers is pretty solid pick over Minnesota. Yeah. And I don't like Minnesota's coach. It's Rick Patino's son. He's weird looking. Minnesota. Minnesota. What's his name? Patino. Patino Jr. <laughs> Do you not like him it because be. he's, he's Rick Patino's son or because he's weird looking or both? It's both. I mean, Rick Pitino, oh, God, he's so sketchy. And his son just, he's always angry. His son has an angry, angry face. Like, he's never, every every foul on Minnesota is wrong. He's just angry. Kind of a, a Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr. situation going on there then. Yes. All right, I got gotcha. you. That's a good comparison. Thank oh. you. Oh, so those are our locks. So let's oh. move on to our, our upset special. Now, your upset special has to involve a top 25 team. And you're not penalized if you miss it. So, Maestro? Is it penalized or penalized? I'm going to go with penalized this week. But next week, I'll go penalized. All right. I'm going to take – let's see. I had a bunch listed here. and I can't. I remember. bet you did. I can't remember why. But I, I feel like Florida's going to beat uh, Kentucky. Kentucky? Yeah. All right. I looked at that one. But these I didn't are, take these it. These are weekend games, right, Pete? So Saturday again. Does it have to? It's actually any be game. Friday. 
any game from Wednesday till um, next. Oh, Tuesday. nice. All right. See, you got to put those stipulations in there. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> He's, he likes the details. Yeah, he does. <laughs> we're, we're, we're making this up as we go along. All right, I go second. Uh, mine's it's a it's a long shot, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. I am gonna pick the Providence Friars over Xavier. Ooh, okay, That's number three Ooh. Xavier. Providence is uh, third in the Big East, eighteen and eleven. I believe they're still coached by um, Coach O, who used to coach the Bobcats. Is that right? I think so. I'll check that while you tell us about your awesome upset. Pick. I am I am going uh, off the beaten path. And I am going to take Davidson over Davidson over University of Rhode Island. So Davidson over Rhode Island, over the Rams. Davidson yes. over the URI Rams. Uh, it is and Coach O'Shea. Davidson's playing at home. Yeah, it is Coach O'Shea. It is not. It's not. Oh. It is. It is a man named Ed Cooley who Ooh. has a very, very angry look on his face. But Ed Cooley is now the coach. So I don't know where Ed what happened to Coach O'Shea. Cooley. Well, better things. He's I hope. Cooley. Okay, he picked Davidson over the University of Rhode Island Rams. Oh, I was going to tell a pithy story about visiting the University of Rhode Island campus, but I don't think we have time. Did you get a pencil? <laughs> I did get a pencil. Nice. Mm. All right. So those are upset specials. That takes us to final thoughts. And uh, after final thoughts, we'll have our ending jingle in case anybody wants to prepare for that. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go first? You go, you go, coach. All right. My final thought has to do with the Big Big Ten tournament, and it's uh, it angers me. Uh, it's such a money grab that they're in Madison Square Garden, which couldn't be the worst place. It might be the worst place for college basketball time. It is not a college basketball place. They could they couldn't care less about basketball, and it makes me upset because if my team, which would be the Buckeyes would make the championship for some reason. And they were playing where they should play, which is in Indianapolis. I could presumably go to that game. It could be a last minute. Hey, let's go to the game. Let's go check it out. It being in New York city, that's not even a shot. I just, I, I don't understand this. I don't, it, the, we're the Midwest. Why are they playing it in New York city? It used to be in Indianapolis. Right. Or it right? could even be in that's Chicago. It. it makes, it was in Chicago for years. That makes sense. Sure. But the the Big Ten's been trying to reach out to the East Coast for years now. With the, they added Maryland, they added Rutgers. Um, you know, they want to get in those TV markets. Look, I mean, I understand. There's, what there's doing. two truths in this world in the United States. One is the East Coast will never care about college basketball, and two, professional soccer league won't last more than 20 years in the United States until it folds. Those are things that are going to happen. Those are two truths. You you think that so the MLS is going to fold? It, so at negative. some point it will. Yes, it's already starting we'll, to crumble. We'll talk about that future episode. Coach. I like it. Yeah, I'm just telling you. Well, I, I've learned a lot about you, Coach. Uh, today you hate Latinos, funny-looking people, and New York City. <laughs> yes. All right. How about you, Maestro? Final thoughts. <sighs> There's been quite a bit of scuttlebutt about this uh, Sean Miller character. Um, Arizona coach, surprised that didn't come up with all our uh, NCAA talk this week. What, what's the scuttlebutt? Not that I don't know. I totally do. Oh. <laughs> that he uh, he paid for one of his players. It's a prickly place. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he comes off as – if he's on that wiretap, 
He's never coaching basketball again. Yeah. It's and, and is anyone surprised by it? No. Oh no. 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 I mean, it's it's one of the reasons why we talk about Mac basketball so much because I can guarantee nobody has ever really nobody's played, getting paid hundred thousand dollars to play the OU. <laughs> yeah. Because the lovely campus sells itself. Oh. All right. Arizona coach, nice final thought. Uh, my final thought, and and it is something that made me angry too, actually furious that this happened in my hometown of Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, but apparently while they were playing the Spurs, oh, yeah. a fan who was courtside was yelling some racist things at uh, Patty Mills. Now, Patty Mills, uh, his father was an Australian Aborigine, and his mother is from uh, an island, I think, called Taurus Islands. And this person kept yelling, to the Cavs' credit, they 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 looked at the video, they figured out who it was, and they've indefinitely banned that fan. Good. So I think the Cavs took the right action. And actually, I even uh, read today, like, Patty Mills and some of the Spurs were just like, that's cool, you know, that they did that. So And, and, and also, it, you're surprised that this happened in Cleveland or not surprised? I am surprised. I think, you know, I think a Cleveland is a progressive city. Uh, if you go to a Cavs game, it's a very diverse crowd. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's nice because he did the ultimate FU and he made both free throws. So good for Patty Mills. That's right. So, well, that wraps us up then. Uh, anybody have anything else they need to get off their chest before we say Sports Wednesday is done this week? No, I'm good. Nothing from uh, Hake House. All right. Sports Wednesday is done this week. Ah, yes. <laughs> Nice work, Maestro. Good times, everybody. Sports Wednesday is a product of Blue Monkey Communications and is produced by me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects in today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Please see the show notes for full detail. Well, I want to thank everybody for joining us. I'm the big man on campus, Pete Brown, for basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake saying, good times, everybody. Good times. We got some closing music, Hake? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) He He just hit his limit. Sports Wednesday is a product of Blue Monkey Communication and is produced by me, Pete Brown, Brian Hake, and Matt Longley. Some music and sound effects in today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Please see the show notes for full details. And Pete Brown saying, good times, everybody. Good times.